wait, no longer greatness has arrived. Welcome to the Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast made by the players for the players. I'm your host, Joseph, a.k.a. Mr. Bad Bit, and it is here where me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest in all things PlayStation. Of course, you can listen to this show wherever you find your podcasts and on YouTube at The Trophy Room Show. And if you like what you hear, please consider dropping us a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts, plop us a follow on Spotify, or toss a buck our way over at patreon.com slash Room. So with all that said and with all that out of the way, the greatest co-host whoever is, whoever will be, Mr. Kyle Stevenson, how are you, sir? I'm doing well. Happy American Thanksgiving to you, sir. Happy American Thanksgiving to you too, sir. Did you know, Kyle? First off, I added the snaps for effect. That's yeah. that's I like it. <laughs> Did you know though? For real talk, I it was wasn't until I was nineteen where I was like, oh, there's other countries that do Thanksgiving and call it Thanksgiving. Like it took it took me a little bit too. Like I thought yeah. it was wild when Fiona was like, oh yeah, we have Thanksgiving, and I was like, Fiona, it's october and she's just like yeah canadian thanksgiving i'm like that's nuts yeah back that back that up i don't believe you i had the same taking it from us the same reaction when they have a whole day dedicated to boxing yeah what's that about canada what's going on and and like but also europe has it no it's not for box i chill is it just they're putting stuff in boxes they're celebrating it they're like all right like it's a spring cleaning, but like they just call it. Something and now different. they can celebrate, celebrate by playing that game unpacking. That's what the oh, box today is. Oh, is yeah. that what it is? Yeah. Well, Kyle, listen, we're recording a day early for most folks. This doesn't even really impact them. A lot of people are gonna be pleasantly surprised. They're like, "Oh, a new trophy room early." Well, Ooh. this is a surprise, right? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it is American Thanksgiving, and I'd like to say the original one. Humble brag. The OG, yeah. Yeah, the OG. You know, the one that people care about. Uh, oh, also, qu- question uh, to other people that celebrate different Thanksgivings. Do you guys also do the turkey thing, or is that just us? And does your leader also partner turkey? Let me know. Curious. But is yours Is yours also rooted in some awful, awful things? Probably. <laughs> Isn't any holiday? Anyway, listen. Yeah, that's fair. I want to open the show with a question. A festive one from Ask What, Not Why. They write in, Dearest K-Bit. Ooh. I like it, the couple names we have. You know? Yeah. yeah Mr. Yeah. K-Step and K-Bit. I like this. What game or games do y'all plan on enjoying this holiday slash Thursday or Friday? Are there any Thanksgiving games you play or know what or are there any Thanksgiving themed video games? None are coming to my mind at the moment. Kyle, there are a few games that I'm going to be unwinding with mm-hmm. this Thanksgiving. Um, we just talked about it literally right before we started the show. I'm going to be playing the crap out of Death's Door on PlayStation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Life is Strange. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True Colors. Nice. Yeah. How about you, Kyle? Uh, Death's Door for sure. Mm-hmm. And then I, I'm going to promise myself that I'm going back to um, Deathloop. I got I to gotta put more time into it. You really uh, do. It's just sitting here. And, and I think I said uh, last week, I'm done with Far Cry. I don't think. Uh, I don't think too big for you? Be. I think it's too big. Maybe maybe in that off period before Fair February, enough. maybe I'll, I'll hop back in. But, um, Fair enough. And then Fair also, 
because it's like you know back around. I got this earlier this year. What's that? Uh, maybe finish Cthulhu Saves Christmas. Oh, uh, you know, get a little get a little festive. Some uh, people do the Hallmark RPG. movies. Some yeah. people like to put up the festive lights. You, mm-hmm. Cthulhu no. Saves Christmas. Cthulhu That's Saves Christmas. Exactly. Cool. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Also, I do want to add, I'm still on the Halo grind. Hell and yeah. um, to celebrate, Kyle, I know this is a PlayStation podcast, yeah. but you know how you sometimes uh, ride the do? Absolutely. Oh, what are we doing? I'm cracking up. Oh, no. A rock star <laughs> punched, which I bought this solely for the Halo code. Um. Because I need that double XP and that skin of the Warthog. So I thought, why not just taste it live on camera here right now? Speaking of, I've never laughed at one of your tweets more, I think. Yeah. Maybe it was I was delirious. Maybe it was during the 24-hour extra life thing I was doing over the weekend. But you were like, hey, Rockstar, <laughs> I threw out my can. Yeah, Didn't grab out. the code. It's recycled. Can you send me a new one? I thought the recycling thing would get someone out there. <laughs> I was like, Joe, just go get another can, man. All right, let me see that. Let me let me taste this. Have you, this did you real. drink the other one or you just bought it? Yeah, it was it... legit battery acid. But let me see yeah, if this okay. one's actually. It's edible. probably not better. I'm not a big fan of the energy drinks. All right. All right. Okay. okay. I think I found it. I, I was really thinking this is not going to be a fun time. I'm having. It's like Hawaiian Punch in Mountain Dew Code Red had a baby. Whoa. Um, and it's Do exactly you what you think it's going to be. Do you feel the granules of sugar on your tongue as you drink it? Yeah. There's some, yeah. A little bit. All right. Yeah. I do consider energy drinks uh, the white trash of coffee. Oh, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. But you know what? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I paid $2.50. I might as well get my money's worth. Anyway, as the caffeine hits. You're now Mark Wahlberg in Rockstar. Oh, hey. Oh, hey. It's time for a Patreon pitch. Of course. (laughs) Say hello to your mother for me. Say hello to your mother for me. Of course, let's get right into our Patreon pitch. Before we get into all that news, it's time to thank our patrons over at patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. Of course, as always, if we ever got you through a long car ride, a long day at work, whatever your situation is, it really does help us out. If you go over to patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room and throw a buck our way, keeps the lights on, keeps the show running, and it makes us better each and every week. I want to thank our newest member because I missed them two weeks ago. I want to really just... Put him back in the spotlight here. Darren Richardson, thank you so much. I want to thank our platinum members, Todd Burowitz, Too Soon, and Toxic. I want to thank our gold members, Brad Presnell, Gavin Gottfried, Jose Jimenez, Jedi Master Red, Metal Kirby, Robbie Bobby Miller himself, and Fiona McKinnon. I want to thank our Silver Plus members, Hide Indoors, Marcus O'Neill. Oh, it's just Ray, JB the Purple Monkey, Jadus Fawn Metal, which, by the way, that artwork, Jadus... Oh, my God. Chef's kiss. Off of it's an a- offshoot joke we had here on the show. And yeah, we but- were like, oh, man, it'd be cool if someone drew us like Two-Face. Two-Face. And he did And it. you did it. And it was fantastic. Oh, my God. Tim Ulf, Justin Rodriguez, Awesome Dave, Cypher, Primus, Captain Logan, Todd Roper, Brendan Zachary, Rick Arrington, Mr. and Mrs. Nasty Boots, Dewani Raksha, Mannix, The Good Sir, Trucker Sloth. Thank you all and so many more who support us over on patreon.com slash PS Trophy Room. It's been 
a amazing journey so far and we got some more stuff to even give uh to give away to uh to promote in december so with that said kyle uh, i already feel the rock star in me okay before we get into squaring up some news yeah i just realized something else i'll probably be doing on thanksgiving what's that uh it's time to go uh visit carol baskin and watch uh tiger king 2 God. I got it. I got that. There's got to be some sort of closure there. You know what I mean? Instead, finish Arcane on Netflix. I didn't even watch it. It got, it, it literally has a 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. I know tomatoes. you love it. Yeah. It's been, I it's loved great. it. What a finale, man. That's I'm cool. into it. But yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll, I'll just bin watch some stuff that yeah. I'm behind on. Anyways, first bit of news squaring up while Joe takes a swig of that. Gooey red sugary drink. Why did I say gooey? Who knows? Ooh. Tom Avon over at VGC writes Epic Games has acquired Rock Band and Dance Central creator Harmonix. The Boston, Massachusetts based studio, which was founded in 1995 and was also once owned by Viacom, said on Tuesday that it plans to, quote, work with Epic to create musical journeys and gameplay for Fortnite, end quote. It also said it will continue to support existing titles, including Rock Band 4 and Fuser, and that all its games will remain available on Steam and consoles. Quote, Harmonix has a track record of creating fun and engaging music experiences designed for everyone to enjoy, Epic said. As we work to build the metaverse, this expertise is needed to reimagine how music is experienced, created, and distributed, end quote. Studio co-founder Alex Rigopoulos said, quote, Harmonix has always aspired to create the world's most beloved interactive music experiences, and by joining Epic, we will be able to do this at scale. Together, we will push the creative boundaries of what's possible and invent new ways for our players to make, perform, and share music, end quote. Alan Taskin, Epic's vice president of game development, also commented, quote, music is already bringing millions of people together in Fortnite from our emotes to global concerts and events. Together with the Harmonics team, we will transform how players experience music going from passive listeners to active participants, end quote. Kyle, I know you hate this. Let it I, out. Oh, so much so. The, mo- the <laughs> moment I saw it, I was like, okay, cool for Harmonics. You know, right. they, they get a bunch of money to keep making cool things. And then the subtweet, uh, create musical journeys and gameplay for Fortnite. My heart sank. <laughs> it's the same feeling that I have when I think of Campo Santo with Valve. Uh, same feeling I have with Vicarious Visions and mm-hmm. Toys for Bob, for that matter, where they are just supporting other teams making other ip instead of using their creativity Mm -hmm. and their originality making cool new things and what does this mean for the future of like rock band Uh, getting new instruments and stuff probably never going to happen now Mm. or if or if so it's going to be in a vr headset which would be cool but who knows if that's ever going to come to like psvr uh for the playstation i'm i'm Mm. extremely extremely bummed by this but i will I will see what happens with this partnership. I'm not going to completely write it off completely, but I'm not hopping into the metaverse to check out a concert anytime soon. I've never done it yet. Yeah. Probably yeah. never will, but unless Haley Williams and Paramore are playing, you're not going to see me in there. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. We're in the business of misery and PlayStation. I got some. Speak it from the top. <laughs> I got some thoughts and feelings. First off, create music, uh, musical journeys and gameplay for Fortnite. Uh, I think that that quote is being thrown out there a lot. 
Um, I don't think they bought Harmonix to be a support studio for Fortnite. I mean, that is totally fair. And yes, right? that is that's most likely yeah. 100% true. It's just me being a downer. <laughs> and also, we have to note that like Fortnite's had, and I can't name any of the artists because I'm old and I've been reminded as such <laughs> constantly now. Um, but like they've had concerts out there and all these like thousands of little Fortnite peoples are going and watching Travis Barker. <laughs> Travis Scott. There you Travis go. Travis Barker is the drummer of Blink 182. Why not both? I think Ariana Grande. Was okay. Ariana right. Grande. All righty. I think. So yeah, she's, oh yeah. She's actually like a skin in the game. Yeah. It's hilarious. You could get shot by Ariana Grande. Um, so yeah, like, with those concerts in there and being as popular as they are, I am not surprised that they want to bring in some more musical talent and some musical expertise to implement some bigger, broader ideas into the, I hate this word. I hate this word. I'm already tired of it. Say it. Fortnite metaverse. That's a band word. Can we agree? That's way worse than banger, right? Absolutely. Okay, good. Yeah. 1000 times, but like, that word is tiring as it is. I understand why it has a place and why so many of these companies and corporations want to get in on it. So I understand the, its implementation and that's why I'm not bummed out about it. And also when they say we're going to still support Fuse, uh, Fuser and we're going to still support, you know, Rock Band 4, Rock Band 4, that's really awesome. I think what could have been added here or really what is missing here, and that's why it's a big story, is and we have some more stuff working in the future. Um, I don't know, Kyle. I'm sorry. That, the that rock, rock star's, star's getting to you, man. It's it's, it's punching you. It's doing what it ooh. says it's going to do. It's really, um, this was a mistake. But yeah, that's what <laughs> I'm thinking. Do you, do you think I could be onto something here? Yeah, I, I do think so. I do th- I'll also see a world where Fuser is just part of Fortnite. Yeah, or you can take your avatar and go on these in these virtual concerts where people are just DJing on stage on stage, and you're doing the Fortnite dances in the crowd while you're listening to somebody play the game. Yeah, um, I do think that is a realistic possibility. I do think Harmonix is super talented at what they do. Yeah, they are the best of the best when it comes to the music genre of rhythm games. I, I definitely think in the future they will do something really really cool. Um, I just hope that they still have that chance. I don't want to, I don't want to, I mean, the main culprit I think of is Campo Santo Yeah. of like their new game after five, they're the creators of Firewatch and their next game in the Valley of the Gods looked gorgeous. And then it mm-hmm. got put on hold indefinitely so they could help out with Half-Life Alex stuff, which is a bummer. And who knows if we're ever going to get that game. Um, it, but in, but in, in that game's defense, I I think they were up for the task. It wasn't like they were I mean, there to sure. support Alex. If 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 it, to play devil's advocate, if a dev team was just like, "Hey, we're really passionate about this one thing," and then Valve goes, "Hey, uh, we like what you're doing there. We like your narrative-driven story you got going on there, bud." But <laughs> that's how they they talk. They're very casual. Yeah. Yeah. Um but how about you handle Half-Life? And you've seen how 
particular, <laughs> Valve is with sequels of their games. Absolutely. So, like, for them to handle Alex and for it to be a flagship for that, for that hardware, for that store, and a flagship for what VR is capable of. I, I, I'm sure, not- but I don't know how much. I don't know how much of Alex was their thing. Sure, you know, but. Um, I- I, and I can't speak for those devs. I wouldn't be. It's like if someone. It's like if I was working on uh, the Trophy Room movie, and then like Kathleen Kennedy tapped me on the shoulder and go, "Hey, you want to be a stormtrooper in a Star Wars set?" And I'm like, "Huh? <laughs> you want to just stop what you're doing? Okay." Like, yeah, yeah. like, no, I get it. I, it, yeah, it definitely makes sense. And this is coming from me, who, yeah. Don't know how, you know, developers work as far as like the team and the workflow and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, it just from the outside looking in, it's just a bit of a bummer. Yeah. Also, picture me in a storm. And a storm tr- I wanted to have it real bad. <laughs> <laughs> Can you recreate the one where the stormtrooper knocks his head on the, on the door? Well, right? Yeah. Like, oh, that's Joe. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. So yeah, I'm I'm not really bummed about this. I'm actually happy that A harmonics is safe because I was even thinking a few days ago I'm like, "Oh man, harmonics must be things must not be looking great." And, you know, how many times have we talked about like when we talk about Xbox and taking people like Ninja Theory and Obsidian, sure, yeah. Very talented studios and going, "Here, go go make whatever you want to make and you know, now them being probably the most exciting prospects for that their brand. I kind of look at this with harmonics as well of going, hey, experiment with this new IP and on the back end, support the games that have a fan base, a loyal fan base to them. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, create a sub team to make that big idea. I don't know. I don't feel like sure. it's that bad. Uh, I will say I love how Epic is acquiring like devs with history in party games like you have yeah. media tonic with fall guys you have harmonics with rock band like they they obviously know how to make really great group games that are a lot of fun yeah um so i like what epic is doing over there but the second thing i wanted to bring up how close are we to fortnite jumping the shark i feel like we're very close i feel like we've been there i it, it's it's like it's like right there yeah I've I've heard kids because I work in a school. They I I heard kids like, oh man, don't make me download Fortnite again. I'm like, uh oh, something's Uh-oh. about to go down. Something's <laughs> about to go down the island. The kids are getting tempted. It's so. just like I, I man, it just at this point just feels like a comedy of who who we're gonna get, who else we're gonna bring in type of thing. All right, because we got the Naruto boys in there. Yeah, and it's just like you have the Naruto boys shooting football players, shooting Batman, yeah. shooting Ariana Grande, shooting John Wick. Like it's, it's cool that they're all there, and yeah. it's definitely a celebration. But like, how much is too much? I feel like we're pretty close. No, and that's a great question. I think there was a, a article that actually spoke to that of just like these crossovers aren't special anymore. No, yeah, exactly. And it's like now it's just something we expect. Which is mm-hmm. weird. I think I think they haven't jumped the shark more than people are kind of overly stimulated with Fortnite or were and then just have petered out over yeah. time. Yeah. You know? Yeah, 
For sure. That said, Kyle, I want to get to the next story on the list. And I want to, it's not really a story, actually. It's an announcement. The Trophy Room Awards for 2021 have arrived. It is upon us. Uh, And just to put out a few names, first and foremost, or what this is all about, it's our way every year the last week of November to the, I believe, middle of December, I think the Mm -hmm. 15th of of December, um, we as a community vote on the games that defined PlayStation in that year. So link in the description or in the doobly-doos, as some people say, or in the comments as well, um, go out there, vote, and our Game of the Year nominees are officially... Guardians of the Galaxy, Returnal, Deathloop, Kina, A Bridge of Spirits, sorry, Bridge of Spirits, Ratchet and Clank, Rift Apart, and Death's Door. Those are the six official nominees for the Game of the Year for the Trophy Room. Phenomenal games. Phenomenal. Um, and I just, I <laughs> I want to get that uh, one one. One little disappointment out there. The 85 Marauder writes in, really disappointed not to see Psychonauts make Game of the Year list. Personally, it's my Game of the Year. Deserves more recognition. I definitely get you there. Um, I feel like with the stacked list that's been this year, there's no way someone doesn't walk out disappointed. Yeah, and to add to that, I feel like the the six that we have... Are, are all six that we both agree on. Yes. Where Psychonauts 2 is one that I really, really loved, and you, Joe, you just didn't really dig it, and yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah. But these six, we can both say, are well-deserving and Absolutely. full of all our love. So I think that's where the Psychonauts uh, bummer comes in, um, yeah. as well as, like, if you had that same argument of with, like, Hitman 3. Where you really loved it, that one, I didn't. That one hurt my soul. Yeah, so it, yes. it, it's a bit of a bummer. Yeah, and like obviously, I love Chicory, and it's a bummer that it didn't get added in because yeah. of the vote. But yeah, there's a Blame lot Jeff of Keighley. great games this year. I think it was his fault. Yeah, he had a role to play. It really was. It really but was. honestly, uh, we have over 20 plus categories. Um, already record breaking turnout. Gee, oh my god, can we can we just talk about? Our day today, please. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> Let's just talk about it, right? Because you, you, I think you texted me, even though I already said it. But like, oh my god, Star Lord, the voice actor of Star Lord, liked our uh, tweet about it, retweeted it, uh, and with the voting link, I was like, oh man, that is so cool. Yeah, I, 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 I love, uh, love that actor and his portrayal of Star Lord. And then a few hours go by. And and then you text me something unrelated that Aaron Greenberg of Xbox follows you like oh my god Joe hell yeah that's, right. that's awesome the achievement Making hall is Halo. inbound <laughs> <laughs> and then right before we go uh, we we sit down here and go live and record uh, with each other Bill Roseman head of Marvel Games retweets the voting link with and re and lists all the nominations that Guard of the Ga- Guardians of the Galaxy got yeah. and I'm like oh my god. What's our life? You know, that's pretty damn cool. <laughs> pretty damn neat. Now, yeah. I do want to just say for the record, I am very glad that I didn't quote unquote rig the vote. 
because some people were very salty yet. Sometimes I get passionate. I say, go vote for game X, go vote for game Y or whatever. Yeah. I'm happy that I wasn't the one that rigged the vote. What? But that it's Marvel games. That they oh, wanted. Okay. That they went and rigged it. I, you were like, I didn't rig the vote. Like, what do you say? I didn't. Ri- what? I'm just saying, Housemark, if you believe in Returnal, go out there. Yeah. Retweet us, shout us out. Exactly. Same with Ember Labs. Same oh, with yeah, we, we got some arcane love as well. Some of the devs yeah. like the tweet as well. And <laughs> yeah. It's cool. And it's awesome to see so many devs go out there, like our little award show, retweet our little award show. It yeah. really does mean a lot. And we'll be uh, doing some more stuff over at on Twitter, at PS Trophy Room as well. So look out for some more and tweets coming out your way. I think mm-hmm. when it comes to the Trophy Room awards themselves, I think... What we were talking about, what we've kind of done, yeah. where Joe gets a vote, I get a vote, and then obviously the audience vote. Yeah. And that all gets factored into like the decision process yeah. of who, what gets what. Um, obviously, if the audience votes it, that's cool. And yeah. we'll make sure we highlight that the audience vote gets there. But Joe and I, we get a little bit of say yeah. as well. To me, I, I when we're talking before the show, I didn't get to verbalize it correctly. To to me, so many of us uh, of our community are just like, oh, it's like we're sitting there in the room with you guys chatting PlayStation. And yeah. so for us to kind of split the vote in three or um, in, in thirds really gives that, oh, this is what the audience says in the room. This is what mm-hmm. we say in the room and who wins that plurality. Um, that's actually really exciting to me Absolutely. and again seeing the turnout is awesome it's been a real the w's keep stacking but i got a question for you kyle what do you think out of all of our categories we got best direction we got best sound we got best Ooh. performance mm-hmm. what is the category for you that is the most i guess packed or the one that's the most contentious uh which one do you think is going to be the bloodbath Oh man, there's a couple. I feel like, yeah. Um, I feel like soundtrack is going to be super tough. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think um, both performance categories. I think yes. are the toughest. Yes, by far. Because mm-hmm. I think when I think video games this year, I think of how great the performances are first and foremost. Yeah. Because there were so, so, so many. And I, I think we highlighted some really, really good people. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. And there, there were some that didn't even make it that I can also see be nominated as well. Like, Yeah. Absolutely stellar. I think those performance ones, as I feel like most years, are the mm. hardest ones for us to choose. Yeah. I think the best, best female uh, uh, performance is probably the hardest one. Like... To, to see, you know, Celine, to see uh, Danny uh, Rojas, uh, Rivet, uh, Gamora, which that one scene in particular, she just chews Ooh. up the entire set yep. and owns. Uh, been playing Life is, is Strange. Alex Chen is awesome. And then you got Juliana in there as well. A brilliant antagonist. Um, that is... That is a really contentious category. <laughs> yeah. And and I, I think I saw it in a couple of places. Mm-hmm. Not on our things, but just in general. Like, uh, here's a term I hate. Video game discourse. I hate the word discourse. Mm-hmm. Um, that people are like, oh, the, the Guardians performances weren't that great. Like, there wasn't that much there. Well, let me tell you, I feel like you haven't gone and done all the little 
mm-hmm. conversations in in the rooms on the ship and like actually gone and 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 see, sought out those relationships and and listened to those talks because those are the best moments of that game when it comes to characters and stuff. Yes. Yeah, and not to 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 fluff them up because yeah, no, I, I'm just they've been amazing. To us I'm just saying because I I don't want to I don't want people to be like oh why are the guardian stuff unnominated I'm like well because they generally awesome. have great moments. In there. I mean think about think about think about like a cover to a song right like you play it like hey Jude you're expecting Paul McCartney you're not expecting someone else so when someone says I like the cover more than the actual song well that means a whole lot and that goes both for movies. Like when you think of Guardians of the Galaxy, you're thinking Chris Pratt, right? And so to have people come in there and kind of redefine the roles, I think is also important as well. Yeah. Um, and should be highlighted. That said, I think the most contentious one, Kyle, is best indie game. And That's I'm, a good one too. Yeah, this is this one is contentious because you got Dust Door, you got Kina, Maquette, Chicory, and one that um my good buddy Mo is just like, this is not an award show if you don't add this in here, especially under indie indies, the Forgotten City. Yeah. Which I've heard I, nothing but spectacular things about. So it's one of the things I want to try to slip in before we <laughs> talk about uh end of the year awards, because I've heard fantastic things. Yeah. Um but yeah, I'm I'm glad it's in there for sure. Yeah. So again, trophy room awards. We told you the rules again. It's a third vote. I get a vote. You get a vote. Kyle gets a vote. And we all decide yeah. again. I think this year, let me just get the calendar out. Let me see. Let me see. Yeah, yeah. When are we going to have that cutoff? Let's 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 name the cutoff right now. Because you know what? We're going to do a week after the Game Awards? Yeah, I think that's how the we always 16th? do it. Yeah, I think that's how we always do it. All right, so December so the 16th? 16th. That's what we'll be recording. And then the following week, oh no, 16th is when we'll record it, or yeah. voting ends, and then we talk about it the following week. What do you want to do? Oh man, you're giving me so, you're giving me so much to choose here. 16th, we, we could do that as like the 23rd. Ah, I got it. I got it. The cutoff is December 12th, so get your votes in right meow. We'll record on Wednesday the 15th, it'll be out to everybody. That on works. December 16th. That works. Will that be its own special show, do you think? Oh, absolutely. Because by the end of December, it's, you know, everybody's expecting that show. Everybody sure. is expecting the year wrapped up. And then the week afterwards would be our most anticipated games for Ooh, 2022. Yeah. Ooh, I love that episode. Mm-hmm. I love that mm-hmm. one. Sweet. Yeah. Especially last time we did it, where I literally came back from the brink of death. That was dope. <laughs> so, with that, the Trophy Room Awards, get your vote in in the description down below. Already close Kyle. to 400 votes. Mm-hmm. The next bit of news that needs to be squared up is from ZarminaCon over at PS Lifestyle. Marvel's Avengers Spider-Man doesn't come with story missions because it's PlayStation exclusive. Marvel's, Sp- Marvel's Avengers Spider-Man doesn't come with story missions akin to those for Kate Bishop, Hawkeye, and Black Panther. Hence, it's called a hero mission. As previously explained, with great power, with great power, hero event will let you quote experience Spider-Man's story through unlockable challenges woven throughout the Avengers Initiative. End quote. Now, Crystal Dynamics has explained to IGN why Spider-Man doesn't have story missions; it's exclusive to PlayStation. 
Quote, we want to spend our efforts on content that everyone can enjoy. So we chose to spend a lot of our energy on the claw raid that's coming up at the same time. Gameplay director uh, Philippe Ferrin said, really, that's a simple decision for us. Spider-Man can play all the content, but then we release a piece of content that's good on all platforms. Really, that was a decision that's been made. Oh, my God. Really, that was a decision that's been that way since the beginning, end quote. Backlash ensued when Spider-Man's PlayStation exclusivity was first announced. Crystal Dynamics said at the time that it had no control over the decision, which stemmed from a business deal between Square Enix and Sony, since the latter holds the rights to the Spider-Man franchise. Quote, it comes back to the relationship with PlayStation and Marvel, studio co-head Scott Amos said back in 2020. We happen to be... Once you can execute and deliver, when it comes down to choices of where and what Spider-Man can be, that's a relationship question that PlayStation absolutely has the rights to. That, as you guys know, with Sony's ownership there and Marvel with Sony saying, hey, this is something we can do. This is something we can do on this platform, end quote. Okay, so let's first acknowledge the elephant. There's two elephants in the room. Let's let's look to the elephant to the left. That was my elephant. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Hey, I can't do the voice changer anymore. I gotta do. I gotta rely on my really bad uh, nope, noise nope, effects. Perfect. No, it was pitch perfect. Kyle, <laughs> elephant to the left. Sad, right? Because this is obviously out of their control. Yeah. And honestly, I don't think this is a character they really wanted in Avengers. If that makes you know sense, yeah, I think they probably wanted to stay away from Insomniac Spidey. Exactly. I I think they probably wanted a different character in here to build up that portfolio that's more, I guess, when you look at Avengers in the mainstream, one that ties more into the MCU-verse. That said, oh boy, see the gameplay? Uh, Yeah. Elephant to the right, it doesn't look good. No. No, it does not. Oh, excuse me. Hmm. No, it does not. Man. It does not look. It, it, the, the clip I saw reminded me of the Spider-Man 3, uh, Tobey Maguire doing the dance down the street <laughs> as yeah. Spider-Man is just walking around flipping yeah. the webs, and that's his, like, attack. Oh, yep. man. Does not look good at all. Um, there He does this. Okay. He walks really strange look walks like a penguin almost like it's like side to side a little bit like think of something like um a west side story like a 50s film where Jets like versus sharks yeah where exactly. they're just snapping their fingers they're snapping their fingers and like they're walking in the frame <laughs> <laughs> and that's how he's kind of walking it's very strange. Even when he is the whipping through the map, it doesn't look. You're right. It, it kind of looks like Spider-Man PS2, and a lot of the move sets from what we've seen seem akin to Black Panther meets Black Widow. Sure. And some of it looks decent. Like when he's actually in the action, it looks better. But I think the mistake here, now I can't unsee the scat man when I'm, when I'm watching this. <laughs> I think the problem here is that Insomniac made the definitive video game Spider-Man. And Insomniac, I'm sorry, and um, and uh, Crystal Dynamics had to make a character similar to Spider-Man that fits in their game. 
Yeah. And so you're not going to get a perfect one-to-one. There is no way. Sure. And I am, I while I understand it, Yeah. I'm bummed that there isn't like a story just for this thing. That's the other and, thing. And, and how deep is the story through the unlockable challenges? Can't be. A, it can't it's be. It's surface level. It's just like, oh, cool. Peter was there also yeah. during this thing that we were also at. Exactly. Like it can't. It, it, it has to be surface level. So to, my question. I'll just throw you a question right now. Okay, was this worse worth the uproar that it was last year? Nope. Not at all. <laughs> and again, like I feel bad for Crystal Dynamics because again, yeah, exactly. Their hands prob- are tied. Their hands are tied. This is a character that they needed to make work in their physics engine. They needed to make work in their code. And how do you do that? Right. And how do you, there was no way, like, you know, I was talking to Luke, a friend of the show. Happy birthday, buddy. Oh, happy birthday, Luke. Um, He was just like, prepare your expectations as a big Avengers fan. He's like, there's no way this is going to live up to Insomniac. And yeah, there was no way it could live up to Insomniac. And what happened, what he said, what would happen is actually absolutely what, what, what happened to me. Am I still going to try this out, though? You know, Spider-Man looks like the scat man when he walks. Yes. I'm a scat man. Close enough to the jingle, right? So, yeah, yeah like, I'm still going to try this out because I'm a big Spider-Man fan. Am I bummed out? No, because honestly, this is what I expected. It just sucks that they couldn't. Hold on, there's another elephant. <laughs> uh, Massive does, disappointment. This is Spider-Man also getting the range of outfits that the other Avengers are getting. Um, I saw that he's gotten a few. He's got uh, there the is silver more. suit. Okay. Yeah, he's got uh, two other suits. I think he's got like three in total. Uh-huh. I'm actually the only thing I'm disappointed about, and maybe it's better they didn't put it in there, is that we didn't get the white spider suit from PS4. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay with it not being in there. <laughs> Fair. Also, you know, sidebar. Mm-hmm. Did you see Yuri tweet about No Way Home? No. Like, man, it'd be really cool to see the white spider in No Way Home. Dude, dot, dot, Yuri, dot. you don't even get to tease me like that, dude. <laughs> he he ended it with a dot dot dot. Like Yuri, how dare you? <laughs> don't even. If I even if just Yuri get a and Miles shows up from Into the Spider Verse, my god, <laughs> I'll cry. Hey, Kyle, here's something that you'll explain why it's exciting in this next story. Oh, I'm going to try my best. Tom Avon over at VGC writes, the upcoming big PlayStation remake is reportedly Chrono Cross. Chrono Cross, which was released to the original PlayStation in 1999, was one of many unannounced titles listed in an NVIDIA database leak in September. A list the company subsequently admitted was real, even if it said the games didn't necessarily exist. The following month, VGC reported on claims that PlayStation was set to announce a remake of a big game this Christmas, which were made by a musician who said they were involved with its soundtrack. Folk singer, I'm so sorry, folk singer's name, Ava McMahon, who performs as Ava, told Irish radio station WLR-FM that she had recorded an Irish language theme for the game, which had yet to be revealed. And according to Xbox Era co-founder Nick Baker, the remake in question is Chrono Cross Remastered. What else, or quote, what else I was told, because everyone's working under the, uh, the, ugh, under the assumption that it's a PlayStation exclusive, I've been told that it's not. 
the only word that was used was multiplat. Now, when I hear JRPG and multiplat, I automatically assume PC, PlayStation, Switch. That's my ups- assumption. That's not what I was told. That's just my assumption. All mm-hmm. my source said to me was multiplat. That's what they said. They told me it wasn't PlayStation exclusive, end quote. Okay. Kyle, I yeah. have I have no recollection of Chrono Cross. Sure. Um, I'm assuming this is back in the fifth generation when, to put in context to make some people feel old, I was five. So I'm sorry. I'm you were born in fan. 91. PlayStation comes out in 95, 96, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. This game came out in 99. Okay. So, so I was you were eight. eight. Yep. Okay. Some guy cool. screaming cool, in his cool, car. Cool. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. <laughs> How's that existential crisis doing, bud? How's that uh, dread? I'm going to hop on this elephant and run away. <laughs> um, Chrono Cross is cool. Okay. I, I did. I never played it. Uh, I did play it. I didn't play it to completion back in the day. All right. Um, What's cool about it is it takes place in the same world as Chrono Trigger. I was going to say, is this the same series? It's, it's, yeah, it's in the same world. I'm, okay. I didn't get far enough to know whether or not characters hop in and, and connect or whatnot. Um, what I do remember is a really cool battle system that has you like, it's very much like materia and you're, I'm going to get yelled at by fans from what I remember. Uh-oh. It's hazy. I'm old. Yeah. I was 12 when this game came I out. I was eight. Um, <laughs> not helping? No, not at all. Uh, it's been 22 years since I played this game. Yeah. Um, but it, it, the, I remember the battle system being cool. I remember the music being cool. Okay. Um you- I, this is this is a big this is a win this is a big win okay it's cool. not it's not the JRPG I wanted which was Legend of Dragoon right um but again this follows what I wanted where a remake is taking from a a, a console and a thing that is locked and breathe new life into it and all right if this does well hopefully this means we get a Chrono Trigger remake which right. would be awesome because that's one of the best RPGs ever ever made, made. that's all I ever hear as well. So this is Yes. Yeah. Um, okay. Let me let me address another elephant in the room. Kyle Sandolf. <laughs> there you go. I've seen people come at me going, ha, 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 Joe, it's not Bloodborne. In your face. And I would oh, like don't to say do that. I'd like to say, first off, shame on you. Secondly, yeah. it's been 2070 days since the launch of Bloodborne. You shut your pretty little mouth. Third, I'll say this. I never said it would be this December. It's happening. Sure. Say it with gusto. Say it with confidence, and it will happen. Yeah. All right. You got your little win. You got a little Chrono Cross game. Happy for you. But when Sweet. Bloodborne comes around, put respect on its name because it's coming. Uh, I I do think it's yeah. a little weird. Why? Why is it weird? I you know just I like to pick apart the semantics and the wording of everything. Sure. So. Uh, once again, what's with this Xbox uh, news people <laughs> breaking PlayStation news? What yeah. are you doing? Yeah. Um, well, he says it's multiplat. Oh, that is true. That is true. Yeah. But it says remake, but then Nick calls it Chrono Cross Remastered. Mm. 
Remaster and remake are not the same thing. That, they get interchanged a lot. I think it's interchanged. I think this quote is him speaking, so they're taking it from literal face value. Sure. Um, so it's probably he, he misspoke in the moment there. But yeah. no, this is really cool for fans of, of the Chrono series. Uh, awesome. And this means that, yeah, there's definitely something there that, you know, what is it? Square and PlayStation feel like this is... This is something to kind of tap back into. If- I, yeah, yeah. I, I just to uh, piggyback off that. Go this makes it. me happy for that door for other PlayStation exactly. One RPGs mm-hmm. to come to light and get breathed new life in. Like I've been yelling on Twitter, "Your your Bloodborne is my Star Ocean, the second story." Uh, <laughs> where is that that game here in North America yeah. that we can play? Because that is the only one. And which is, in my opinion, by far the best Star Ocean game. It is the only one that you cannot buy on current consoles right now to play. Every Fair other enough. one you can play right now. Yeah. Um, and, and so this opens that door for hopefully that getting a remaster coming over. Like I said, Legend of Dragoon, A Vagrant Story. Uh, uh, oh there's just God. so much. There's so Xenogears. Like yeah. there's so many RPGs from that generation that I would love to get a fresh coat of paint or some quality of life stuff. What's the one there starts with P, uh, the letter P everybody talks about it. It's like a girl with a giant P. sniper in the f- parasite cover. Eve. Yeah. Parasite Eve. Parasite Eve would be cool. That's not a, like a, that's more resident evil than RPG. Okay. But even then I'm just thinking cool. like classics. Yeah, absolutely. As I'm saying it, like, yeah, fifth generation, huge blind spot as a gamer, because again, I was eight years old. And so, <laughs> Yeah, there are some. Saying it. There's so much, only so much I can, I can play as a kid. So yeah. I would like to see these games be remade and kind of at least get the, the taste of that, that nostalgia or something I missed from the '90s. You know. Yeah, for sure. Kyle, enough about Chrono Cross. Uh-huh. I'm old and jaded. I want to talk about a patent that Sony made literally just today. What? Yeah. Jared Moore over at IGN writes, Sony has patented the PS5's faceplates after threatening others for making them. Sony has finally patented the PlayStation 5's faceplates after threatening a number of other companies <laughs> with legal action over making them, sparking speculation that it may begin selling its own variant editions. A patent filed by the publisher spotted by OP Attack can be found on the U.S. State's Patent and Trademark Office website, which states that the patent was officially recognized on November 16th. While it's released several official controller colorways for PS5, Sony has yet to offer differently different colors of the ps5 itself the patent has caused speculation that sony may now be planning to sell individual faceplate replacements perhaps to match the midnight black and cosmic red DualSense controllers on at least two different occasions since the launch of playstation 5 sony has threatened companies with legal action over their plans to sell unofficial faceplates to consumers Last year, the company Customized My Plates announced that it was canceling all pre-sales of its custom-ready PS5 faceplates following legal pressure from Sony. In a statement to IGN, the company explained that its decision had come following discussions with Sony's legal team, where it became apparent that trademarks over the console's removable side panels were too complex of an issue for the company to navigate without risking legal infringement. By God. Legalese of the situation. Hey, woo. By God, that may be an old country lawyer. 
But I've seen a blueprint here or there. I've seen trademark infringement. By God. By but God. let me tell you something there, Kyle. Trouble is afoot. For anybody trying to sell custom face plates, this kind of sucks. Yeah, man. It does. A lot of people are like, whoa, this means Sony is going to sell you a red PlayStation 5s, right? No, this is not the case. This is Sony. This is Sony telling, you know, D brand, which is actually uh, um, a company that was making faceplates, literally so had to change the design. From, right? Yes. No, or custom plates. One of the two. One of the two uh, they yeah. literally had to change the design of their plates to have the, 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 the non-flaps on it to make it look different so that Sony wouldn't sue them. Yeah. So, no, this is we're not getting a red PlayStation 5. I think, personally, PlayStation wants you to, su- buy, wants you to buy another PlayStation when it comes to, like, that Horizon, you know, limited edition or Spider-Man 2 or Wolverine, whatever. They want you to buy the console again. If, yeah. if they I, if they could find a way to make fifty bucks, let's be honest, that's how much these plates would cost or seventy because they want to pretend they're premium. Um or five hundred bucks. I gotta sell you five hundred bucks. Yeah. This very much feels and reads as Sony realized that there was an untapped market for this brand new kind of faceplate thing with their new console that they haven't had ever mm-hmm. i'm trying to think ps1 like you could do like lid stickers i think like like controllers PS2, like scruff yeah yeah no like the third party controllers and stuff yeah. i'm just thinking like the console itself. Oh, itself true like have there any ever been like the only one that comes to mind is the xbox 360 360 yeah like i remember uh specifically selling at gamestop when i worked there like the r2d2 face cover or yeah. the c3po and uh, I think even Gears maybe had one. It did. Like I, I know that's what experience. I think. <laughs> I I think that's what I think of like console itself, like cosmetics. Yeah. So PlayStation, I guess, never really thought of that because they were all always special edition consoles. That's how you would get a different color. Yes. And so for for me, this is not like don't get your hopes up. Like we're not going to see a cosmic red. We're not seeing any of that. Um, though I, maybe that does change with the supply chain that everybody doesn't know or understand, um, as it's harder to make those chips and they need to sell as many PlayStation fives to actual people, maybe doubling up on sales isn't something they particularly want. So maybe they'd be like, Hey, here's 15 bucks for two pieces of plastic. Go have fun kids. And this one looks like Aloy or something. Something stupid, but to me, this is also them stopping this notion that the console doesn't look good. That sure. there's something wrong with its look, and it, that could also control the messaging a bit. Because as I've stated on Game Explaining here, the the disc version is not a good design, and it looks ugly. The digital edition. You beautiful girl, but the other one not so much. And I think with again, that's Joe's opinion. I love my disc version. I think it looks. And I stand by it. I know. I'm not saying you don't. I'm just <laughs> letting you know that your opinion on it is not it's my fact. opinion. It. No, it's not. No, so that that's what I'm. That's that's all yeah, I think. It makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Now, the most famous Seamus I've ever met in my whole entire life, and you could fight me on it. You could take me to the streets, and I will beat you to a bloody pulp. Right in. If 
Sony decides to make custom faceplates. I almost got that one like hard sell. Uh, if Sony makes their own custom faceplates, what kinds of designs would you like to see? Question mark, exclamation point. Would you like to see, Kyle? Good question. Good. I don't want them to be lazy. There no. are some great designs when it comes to the PlayStation 4. There are some bad designs when it comes to the PlayStation 4 Limited Edition. Like, yeah. I think the Metal Gear Solid uh, PlayStation 4 is one of the most beautiful Limited Edition consoles I've ever seen. Yeah. And then on the other hand, every other Call of Duty Limited Edition console is an abomination that needs to be burned and yeah. killed with fire. Same thing with, uh, I didn't like the Battlefront one either. Yes. That wasn't great. That was, um, as a Star Wars fan, insulting. <laughs> but then you got the ones of like God of War, sure. which is beautiful. Beautiful. Um, Even Spider Man. Spider Man's Arkham. a little simpl- simplistic, yeah. but I'll take it. Arkham one was dope. I know The Last of Us. Woo. Part two. Yep. That was real good. Yeah. Um, what do I want? Can I tell you the first thing that pops into my brain? Tell me. And it's probably not good. It's probably gonna look too goofy. I Go see the way, like you know, my PlayStation standing vertically. Mm-hmm. I see both sides of like a face, sure. left and right. So I'm like, Spider-Man Two. What if they're Venom? Like left side of Venom's face, right side an eyeball on each, and like the middle can <laughs> fill in the gap. Uh, like I, I, it would be cool a to horror have show Kyle. Yeah, or like uh, Horizon, <laughs> uh, the Tremor Tusk. Mm. Right, like you, you, each side is one side of the Trevor tusk, and it comes with tusks that come out, like, <laughs> where you can That's hold your flaps. controller on it. Yeah. Oh, or no, you could like charge your controller on the little tusks that come out. Um, I don't know. I just want basic <laughs> colors. I I think if they do like a graphic design on it, yeah, it's not going to look well because they're going to have to worry about, about both sides. Here's the thing. I think what we all have learned that maybe we shouldn't put Kyle in charge of interior design. <laughs> Right, this area looks freaking great, Joe. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. Put tusks on a console. Oh my goodness. To me, I want something that accents the vibe. Like, God of Wars is really awesome because you understand, like, it's the silhouette of the axe, right? Seeing the PlayStation 4 Pro. Uh, Last of Us one, it's accented with Ellie's yes. tattoo. Um, I like I like those where it's subtle, and I'm not <laughs> as weird as it says as as it sounds. I'm not embarrassed that this thing sits in my living room. Sure, like for the like I'm thinking Spider Man two, right for PlayStation five. Like maybe it's black suit, and it's you like you you have the you know spider-man emblem there you have to but what if it's like the back of his suit right like something like that i think i would dig to me it's also more about the custom controllers than anything absolutely make those priority playstation you saw those uh they sent shoe uh team asobi sent him it was the white dual sense, but it had a very metallic blue inlay at the bottom oh that one looks cool yeah yeah. I want one. Hey, Team Asobi, we love Astro's Playroom. Just saying. You won a lot of awards last year. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Buy our loyalty. <laughs> Kyle, here's some flash news for you. Have Brought you to this? you by Rockstar Punched. 
Let me let me take a sip of this. Let me, no, second. don't. It almost killed you last time. Don't do it. <coughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that one. That, that one. It's good when it's cold. Yeah, oh when yeah. Lukewarm medicine. All right. Yeah. Flash news. Jin Sakai, the ghost, infiltrates Fall Guys in the upcoming season six. Jump in on November 30th on PlayStation 4 and PS5. Hell yeah. Dope. Costume looks real cool. I am buying that. Has the mask and everything. It's awesome. All right. Fun fact as well. We're entering the achievement hall. We're just standing outside for a sec. Just for a second, guys. Chill out. Yeah. Um, There's like a new fraction uh, thing for Halo where you get like Uh, samurai garb. Oh, okay. It's like an event. It's like you you earn Spartan armor that looks like samurai garb. Ooh. Okay. One of them legit looks like the ghost. Nice. And I've never wanted something (laughs) more in my life. And then Mm -hmm. to subtweet that tweet in my head. I was listening to the Ghost of Tsushima soundtrack, and yeah. you know when you, how it's the greatest intro ever made, when you get into the lily field, the music crescendos, yes. mm-hmm. legit, on my way to work, I was listening to that soundtrack, because I think it's perfect, and I crescendoed, at the, I hit the crescendo as I'm entering the highway, and it oh. it got me amped. I had so much serotonin in my body, Kyle. I had no idea what to do with it. Did did the title of your day come across on the horizon? I was the. I'm like, where's the lower third? Yeah, <laughs> it should appear. All right, that's awesome. Amazon Studios eyeing a Mass Effect series. Yeah, I threw this in because I saw it Ooh. while you were doing the intro. Um, they're close to a deal of uh, making a Mass Effect show. On wow. Amazon. That is awesome. <laughs> now we saw Henry Cavill reading a script oh, for oh Mass my Effect. God, is he going to be He's the, the Witcher? Perfect Shepherd. Yeah, I was going to say, is is he also Shepherd and the Witcher? <sighs> Give Henry Cavill all the video game roles. <laughs> Let him be Mario. Yeah. Honestly, but, I'd be so down on him being Mario. Sure. I'd go down on him as. Mario. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's a very attractive man. I'd. You know, I turn easily, easily for that man. All right, that got really X-rated, so maybe I should have bleeped that out. Uh, but no, this is awesome. Yeah, and he would be a great Commander Shepard. This yeah. is awesome. Or, or uh, like, or Garrus or Rex. Ooh, yeah, like I, he could do any of those. Honestly, then he even gets sexier as Garrus. The Mass right? Effect community is already horny for this for this alien. <laughs> Even more. If so they if do, I, I'm sure they'll follow the first game. Yeah. But if they get to two, just put uh, Yvonne Strahowski back as Miranda. Just, oh my god. There's yes. no need to cast anybody else. Oh my just, god! Yes, absolutely. Yvonne. All right, we're getting too horny for Flash News. <laughs> Rockstar apologizes for GTA Definitive Edition issues. Will bring back classic PC versions. This comes from Polygon. The Rockstar Games, I'm sorry, the Rockstar Games. Rockstar Games has broken the silence over the messy launch of Grand Theft Auto, the trilogy, the Definitive Edition, the remastered games that too many fans weren't too weren't up to the level of quality expected. Rockstar said on Friday that it plans to release updates for GTA, the trilogy, I'm just saying that, to address the technical issues 
that the games had and will re-release the classic Windows PC versions of the trilogy that removed alongside the Definitive's release. The quote goes to say, Firstly, we want to sincerely apologize to everyone who has encountered issues playing these games. The updated version of these classic games did not launch in the state that meets our own standards of quality or the standards that fans come to expect. We are on we, we have ongoing plans to address the technical issues and improve each game going forward with the planned update. The games will reach a level of quality they deserve to be. Oh man, Kyle. You see I mean you have this. Yeah. You have this game. You own it. I do. You're the only person that likes it. <laughs> it's not true. There there there's Five of us somewhere. Uh, I I'm happy that they're going back on at least yeah. the PC versions and getting the older ones back up on the store. I I can sit here and say, well, yes, I'm having a good old dumb time. Yeah, I very very clearly can see the flaws in this game, um, and it also I think does the original games an injustice because you can really tell how small mm. some of these maps are where back in the day it seemed huge yeah but like now you can tell just how small the maps are and it, it doesn't do a great job at keeping that wonder and and i think uh this came from brandon jones of easy allies i think he was saying like at some point on san andreas because he was playing through that one uh you can stand at a certain part of the map and see every single place in that game in one screen without like rotating the camera or whatnot. That's wow. how small that map really is. Wow. Um, but at the end of the day, like it is just dumb fun. Fair. It's uh and, and I haven't gotten to vice city or, or San Andreas yet, but three is just like, yeah, it's a good time. The mm. rain's a little too much at times. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Well, Yuna writes in, she writes, Hey guys, has there ever been a game you bought? or waited to play due to bugs or glitches. I bought GTA Trilogy last week since they are now patching it, but I'm waiting a little bit till after I beat Saints Row 2, which is the best Saints Row, by the way. That's not her, that's just me, I'm stating a fact. To start it because of some of the patches that are slated to come out for the trilogy. Also, sorry, a due to the nominations for the awards look awesome. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Um, is there a game that we waited? You know what? I can think of one right now off the top of my head. Uh, that we waited for that came out all buggy? Cyberpunk. <laughs> but that is also one I'm waiting to play. Like, I know that Absolutely. there's a good game here. I'm waiting for that PlayStation 5 version. I think another one, uh-huh. uh, another very recent one, is Anthem. <sighs> Maybe not on the buggy side of things, but more of like a kind of sold us something that it wasn't almost i gotcha i gotcha yes man that game had so much promise it really so makes me promise. sad that was one of the first digital games i bought because i was like bioware can't do no wrong and also the fact like that <sighs> they were gonna go back and like change it and fix everything and then that also got shut it down. also got yeah awful. what a bummer oh what a bummer and i feel bad for those devs that had to crutch so hard and yep <sighs> that that sucks um 
Also, it makes me think back to I saw a Facebook memory. First off, Facebook, stop doing this. Um, oh, I'm sorry. You mean the meta? It's the meta now, Joe. I saw like a uh, a post I made from ten plus years ago. At this point, <laughs> it's going. I got my Wii U <laughs> in all the games. I really bought into. It. I'm like, oh man, Nintendo's yeah. coming back. They're gonna be. You have some mature titles in here. Yeah, Zombie U. <sighs> Guerrilla Games have launched a Horizon podcast, the Gaia Cast. This is their tweet introducing the Gaia Cast, the team at Guerrilla. Uh, Gaia Cast is an upcoming podcast that dives deep into the Horizon universe. Our first season is focused on Horizon Zero Dawn and it debuts Tuesday, the 23rd of November, which is already passed. So go ahead, download it. This isn't an ad, by the way, for them. PlayStation yeah. is not giving me any doll hairs. Nope. But an opportunity to network. So everybody over there at the Gaia cast, you know, if you ever want to take a trip to the trophy room, a PlayStation podcast, maybe yeah. a place for the players, we can, we could talk shop. We could talk about what it's like making this podcast, what it's like, you know, just discovering or unearthing the horizon universe for others to digest, to get yeah. hyped on. Absolutely. Please come on board. We'd love to have you. I want to pick your brain about every single robotic yeah. machine in that game. I would like to go I'd like to talk about what it takes to make a podcast that is about not just one game, but also of promotion of that game. Because this yeah, isn't for sure. you know, I've seen a lot like um the Game Awards has their own podcast leading up to the award show itself, which I think is really interesting to keep that in the zeitgeist, but also to get people hyped and also to give them knowledge of how this sausage is made. What I would love from, you know, the Gaia cast is maybe on an episode. Again, I haven't listened to it. I'm going to, when this episode goes up um, uh, at work, because that's when I usually listen to them. Um, so, like, I would love on a podcast of, like, yeah, you're unearthing Aloy for this episode, but what about us shining a spotlight on these developers and what it takes to really make the, these games? Because I think that's what people are really... I think gamers, a lot of them, including myself, are really interested of how the sausage is made. I use that twice, so I won't use it a third time. Like, seeing the documentary that Xbox has of just the history of Xbox... A lot of fans want to know that. Yeah, I want to I, know. Yeah, I want I want the raising uh, Kratos exactly. doc for every first party yeah. studio at PlayStation. I I, I want uh, what was the Last of Us one? Um, I think it was just the Last of Us podcast. No, not the podcast. They had their own doc as well oh, okay. about the first game. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. I love documentaries about games because uh, it fascinates me, and I love seeing that side of. Of the thing that I love so much. So it, this is very much that. And like shout out to Noclip who do, well, they do an excellent job yeah. at, at doing the docs. Um, this very much feels like a doc about Horizon just in podcast form. And that is yeah. super cool and interesting. Yeah. I, that's the content that I'm uh, hashtag thirsty for. That sure. like knowledge of, of how games are made and the passion, the blood, sweat, and pixels. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. That goes into all these things. Nice. That said, 
the last bit of flash news um well we got some horizon stuff so oh sorry oh right you're you're so right uh, i'll do this one please uh new details this comes from nyball uh new de- details on horizon for Min west's game world every non-combat npc is part of a reactive crowd system an attitude system determines their personality each tribe has their own behaviors and animations to make them recognizable. And there's a full PS blog post that goes in-depth about everything. Uh, we're not going to read about it all, but a couple little other small things that I want to highlight. Uh, weapons and outfits are even more potent and stylish than before. Weapons how now have extra perks to make them even more specialized. You can read more about previous blogs. Aloy can carry up to six weapons at the same time, nice. along with a trusty spear. Uh, outfits do not only provide resistance to the many damage types Aloy will face in Forbidden West, but also stack bonuses on top of Aloy's skills on the skill tree. With that, the right outfit boosting the right skills, the sky's the limit. Plus, you can swap weapons and outfits on the fly, so you can change your approach at any time. That seems straight out of uh, Spider-Man. It yes. seems that they took that idea from Insomniac and went, oh, we could we could throw that here. And I really yeah. like that. I love, because it seemed like they were just scratching at an idea of like what what armor sets could do. And now you're really seeing them broaden that out here in the sequel. Um, but I yeah. also want to just stop for a moment and talk about the NPCs, which is yeah. really interesting. Having tribes have their own animation so you know who you're going to be maybe up against or who you may be interacting with friend or foe. That's really freaking cool. Yeah. You know, uh, another little thing I just discovered about some of the gameplay thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they are uh, in horizon from in West. There will be things called workbenches, which we found all over the world. Um, and Steven, who is, uh, one of the devs in at Gorilla. I'm sorry, Steven, I can't find your last name at the moment. But uh, Aloy can forge the machine parts she's harvested into her weapons and outfits, upgrading them to be even stronger. As you travel the Forbidden West, take note of machines that have visible horns, claws, tusks, or tails. While early upgrades may just need a bit of braided wire or sturdy hard plate, if you want extra mod slots, the strongest perks, or the biggest resistances, you'll want to make sure you shoot off the tremor tusks tremor tusks parts before you take it down that is awesome so i and and that is there are some things that i feel like they're they're embracing the monster hunter qualities because that's something the rpg elements too. yeah like that's something that we saw at a monster hunter like oh you shoot the scales of this dragon that scale becomes armor that you could equip later on right or like you shoot a nail off a dragon that could become like a pickaxe or whatever have you that's really cool the one thing that you talked about earlier which is like there is a um food element we're both foodies here but like it's not like a minecraft oh aloy gets hungry or she dies it seems more like you know aloy eats or cooks and gets a buff from that food akin to i god internet please don't attack me i'm just literally making references of that of like breath of the wild where link gets to cook something he gets a buff from it akin to Monster Hunter, where before you head out on a hunt, you have the cat people cook you up this big, giant, festive meal, and then you get that type of stat boost. That's really cool as well. And I think you're right, Kyle. They're really embracing the RPG-ness of Horizon, and that's 
Yeah. That gets me excited. Also, Kyle, can I just say? Yep. The environments look oh. crazy. The water. Oh, my God. Looks stellar. Yeah. Oh, God. Everybody I, check this oh, blog post man. out. I can't wait. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot. A lot. Video games, back, y'all. They're super cool. And sometimes, well, hey, you know most of the cool time, though? they're great. Yeah. Who's that cool? Suits. You know who's not? Who's in a suit and sucks? Bobby Kotick. Yeah. Now, up. he says, he says that if he can't fix the company's culture, that he will think about, he will consider stepping down. But until then, he has no plans. It gets me thinking, though, you know, because Bobby Kotick is thinking of things. I've thought of a thing. Hey, remember that Bobby Kotick is in Jeffrey Epstein's black book? Let me say that again. Bobby Kotick is in Jeffrey Epstein's little black book. Bobby Kotick, personal friends with Epstein. Something to consider, Bobby Kotick. Yeah. Piece of shit. Hey, Bobby, and video uh, watchers, read between the lines, dude. Hey. God, think about it. Get the hell out of here. Uh, This is some breaking news. We don't have all the information, but if there is more information on this, we will talk about it, of course. Former PlayStation employee is suing the company, citing them for gender discrimination. This kind of broke before the show went live. So if there's something here, if there's smoke to this fire, uh, we will cover it on next week's show uh, for sure. So just to let everybody... Be aware of the situation as it develops. All right. Let's 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 hold on to something. Let's get back to fun. I feel like we got really angry there for a couple of minutes. Yeah. Because we were thinking about how Bobby Kotick is personal friends with the late and also gross human being Jeffrey Epstein. And uh-huh. he was in his little black book, which mm-hmm. why would you have that? I don't know. Why would you be friends with him? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's something Bobby needs to think about. It's time. To hold on to something. Kyle, is there anything you'd like to hold on to right now? Myself. I got this Rockstar Energy drink, which was a mistake. <laughs> Prepare the drop. Here are all the latest steals and deals coming out of the PlayStation storefront. And today is Black Friday, which means there's sales everywhere. And it's literally, uh, there's too many. Too many. Too many to name. So I'm going to get into a question. First and foremost comes yet again from the most famous shameless I've ever met in my entire life through rights and going. What do you think are the best Black Friday deals you have seen so far this year? Uh, not to inflate that fan base even more <laughs> as when it comes to our uh, yeah. end of year Same with awards. Your chest, though. Guardians of the Galaxy is $25 at places. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Riders Republic as well. Riders Republic is 25 bucks, which is a great game. Those are steals. That's highway robbery. Miles Morales, 30 bucks. Deathloop, which is a game of the year contender as well, $30. Wow. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, $49.69. Who? Tales of Arise, 40 bucks. 
Holy crap. Demon Souls 39. I've seen it for around 30, 35. Um, so honestly, a lot of great deals here. Cyberpunk you could get for 10 bucks. Last of Us Part 2 you could get for 20. Oh, here's a biggie. Returnals 42 on Amazon. Mass Effect Legendary Edition on PlayStation 4. I've seen for about 25 to 30 dollars. Wow. That those are three incredible games. Yeah, 25 bucks at GameStop right now. Go out it. Get it. Please. What are you doing here? Well, you can listen to us in the car. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you know. That said, Hide Doors writes in, with the holiday prices already in full uh, swing, what game slash peripherals have you picked up? Is there anything else you are hoping to get uh, with the deep discount at some point uh, during Black Friday or Cyber Monday? Um, I got a shit ton, Kyle. I can't get anything until I start working. Uh, plus, I got to save at least some money for Spider Monday. Uh, oh, I need boy. to get my Spider-Man ticket on Monday. Um, the only thing that I want is Tales of Arise. That's the one game I haven't gotten this year that I really, really want. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I'm I'm okay. I, I have most of the games that came out this year that I, I really, truly want to play. So... Um, also, the PlayStation Gear Store is uh, has a huge sale going yes. on right now. 20% off with code BLACKFRIDAY20. And, uh, Joe, they have a Demon Souls water bottle. I don't know if you've seen this, uh, but it says you died on it. In the It's black with the red letters, you died. I want that. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, you okay. do. <laughs> So I got sad over the weekend, and so I wanted to uh, numb the pain with purchasing and capitalism. As we all do, treat yourself. Hashtag treat yourself. And I said, you know what, Joe? I'm buying Dark Souls Remastered because that's a game that I want to finish. It's a game I literally, I've never finished the first Dark Souls. It's on my 360. It's it's on the stack of shame. So I got it digitally for 20 bucks. Um, Then I went out and I... This is a game that I've said on the show I wanted to buy, and at last I bought it. Life is Strange, True Colors, the Ultimate Edition. Nice. I only saved about 20 bucks doing that, but I wanted to numb pain and at the same exact time get some cool and easy trophies alongside that. Okay. And what else did I buy? Oh, yeah. Civilization, I think, five. It was only 10 bucks. Whoa. I yeah. love Civ. Civ's one of my favorite strategy games. Fun fact that probably not a lot of people know on the show is Civilization 4 is on my short list of one of the greatest games ever made. In my like it's in my top 10, maybe even top 5. A lot of people know that. It's cool. So yeah, that's that's uh that's what I got. Um but also, I'm also waiting not- for Spider Monday. Yeah. Uh, also, do not be afraid to go hop on uh, to PSN because mm. they have a huge list of like Black Friday yeah. deals. I, but all uh, of them, uh, which is is sad, all of them you could get better at if you buy physical. Sure. Better deals. Okay. Kyle, it is time for the Sony Pony Express. Yeehaw! That was like uh, that was Mr. Hanky uh, South Park. <laughs> Howdy ho! Howdy ho, neighbor! <laughs> Don't forget to bring a towel. That was a towel. <laughs> Walk it high. 
Oh, this I, rock I, star was a bad choice. It's time for another South Park game. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah, man. I'm ready for it. <laughs> I want to watch a Tally episode so bad. I like the one where they do it like like it's T2. Yes. Absolutely. And like they're at the gate. He's like, I know the code. And he puts it in the keypad, but it's it's all it's like he's just jiving to it. And like the kids don't know until like the third time he did it. He's like, oh my god, he's, he doesn't really know the code. <laughs> oh, so good. So great. Anyway, awesome Dave writes in. Which I already regret. What are you most thankful for gaming wise this year? Mine would have to be, see, this is what I told you. Regrets, regrets. Uh would have to be the that I've enjoyed this year and all the to come. P.S. I hope you guys have a real of a holiday. Uh, for those of you new to the show, that's the word banger that Joe is bleeping out. Mm-mm. He doesn't like it, so I will fill in those blanks with Awesome Dave. Uh, lots of bangers this year. A lot of bangers to come. Very excited. And I hope you have a real banger of a holiday, too. You can't bleep me on my end. <laughs> Loophole! Be a real shame if Kyle doesn't come back next week. <laughs> Uh, what am I oh, most no, thankful Mr. for? Oh, Mr. Stark, I don't feel so good. <laughs> uh, what am I most thankful for gaming-wise? Man, there's been a lot of great games this year, and I feel like it's overshadowed yeah. because there's not one oh-my-God game this year. Like, there's no def- there's no God of War, there's no Red Dead, there's no mm-hmm. Last of Us Part Two or Ghost. These two, like, huge monumental games this year but what there have been have been a lot of great experiences and a lot of great games there are no i i don't think masterpieces this year and yeah I, and i think that's what people are missing is that just because there isn't a masterpiece this year does it you know just because there's no 10 out of 10 or 9.7 yeah. mm-hmm. um doesn't mean it wasn't a good year because this was freaking fantastic yeah um yeah, I'm thankful for the time that I've had to play games. I think that's the, excuse me, the biggest one. Yeah. While, yeah, it is without a doubt the hardest thing any of us have ever gone through um, with the global condition. I think being able to have games to help me get through that has been such a godsend. And I've played more games this year than I have ever yeah in my entire life well here's a question and i if i mispronounce your name let me know uh but kenzoku ryu writes in they say or ask in the spirit of thanksgiving what video game are you the most thankful for hopefully you have a wonderful week and holiday same to you ryu yeah what game am i most thankful for halo infinite I mean, in the moment, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, you're ruining my sleep schedule. You need to <laughs> knock it off. Oh, uh, man, which one am I thankful for? I'm thankful for a whole bunch. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm thankful for Horizon, because without it, it wouldn't be a podcast. Thankful for Bloodborne, for getting me into the to the Souls-like series, and getting me into loving a good challenge. Um, I'm thankful for... Legend of Zelda, because that is the series I first fanboyed over as a child. I'm thankful for Super Mario World, because that game 
literally made me a gamer. Um, thankful for Last of Us because they showed me that games can transcend shitty, shitty, bang, bang, and tell compelling stories with interesting characters and worlds that you not necessarily want to get lost in, but want to explore. Yeah, those are all great. I'm, I'm thankful for Celeste for helping me through my own journey with anxiety and depression and dealing with that and how to deal with that. I'm thankful for The Last of Us as well, and I tie that in with Telltale's Walking Dead for showing me what a video game can do narratively, and that's what I actively seek out from games now. Uh, I'm super thankful for Final Fantasy VII Mm -hmm. for making me uh, into that RPG fan that I am. I'm super thankful to Guitar Hero for making me appreciate music in a whole new light and bring me so many more musical acts to listen to and, and whatnot. That's been outstanding. Um, yeah, there's, there's, there's so many, but those, so those many. are the, those are the, like the mainstays for sure. The good sir writes in now that the award noms are out there and the year is winding down. What does your 2021 backlog look like? Personally, I have such a long list like Death's Door, Guardians, Inscription, and Kraken Academy, Lake, Tome, etc. in 2022 is shaping up to be one of the most... God damn it, awesome days. Anger years! <sighs> I didn't get the bleep out now in time. In recent memory, I'm already trying to figure out how to get all these games in before Elden Ring and Horizon drop. Dude, I don't even think there's a way. <laughs> yeah, those, those are uh, those are all fantastic games. Mm-hmm. Um, my backlog is currently Deathloop. Okay. Um, there was uh, uh, Lost in Random. Okay, it's on random. Um, I still need. I still want to beat before we talk about end of the year stuff. Even though it's not on our reward thing, I still want to play it. Sure. Um. I guess Life is Strange, even mm-hmm. though I'm still conflicted on what to do with that game. Because mm. I, I didn't play the original ones, and I was waiting for the remastered to come out day and date with the other one. But now that it got delayed, I don't know what to do with myself. Mm. Mm. And like there, there's like older ones. Like I still want to finish Final Fantasy XV. I still want to finish Persona 5. Fair. I got Dragon Quest. Was it 12 on the shelf? Uh, that I haven't put in. Kyle, life is to. so much simpler when you don't have a backlog. It's I don't so much simpler. regret. Like there are some games I'm don't. like, oh, I should have a backlog. I don't have a backlog. Like the games that I said I'll, I'll play, Dust Door, Life is Strange, uh, Dark Souls, I'll get to them. Will I beat any of them? I'll beat Life is Strange, and I will definitely beat Dust Door. D- Dark Souls, I'd like to, but even if I don't, I'm not like beating myself up over it. Sure. But I know I'll get to it eventually. And that's how I am. Yeah, so, like, I mean, that's just, a good way to live. Yeah. He also frees you, he frees you up for more Halo. <laughs> <laughs> they say the story's incredible. I'm really rooting that that game's story is incredible because, yeah. yeah. And, yeah, that, that's, that's another part of my backlog is I'm working my way through the Halo games for the first time because I do want to play Halo Infinite Story. Because it does look very pretty. Play, played the first, my first Halo multiplayer in forever during uh, 6180's Extra Life Weekend this past yeah. week. 
God, I'm bad at that game. <laughs> also, can I can I let you guys know after playing an hour of uh, Halo with you guys, stick to indie games, okay? Stick to them. Yeah, you don't see me running around playing um, Inscription exactly. or exactly. We don't, Joe. Um, I don't know, make you cry simulator '97. Wow. Make you. Wow. Have an existential crisis about capitalism, ninety two. That's all these all these indie games are. They want to make you cry. Mm-hmm. They want you to question philosophies. I'm not. Can somebody it. please take the shovel away from Joe? Why can't Chicory have a clock or an M sixteen? <laughs> you wouldn't know because you're not playing it. <laughs> Reload. <laughs> I'm Chicory and I'm here to kill. Nagachaka writes in, have you ever had someone walk in on you while you're ra- <laughs> yeah, uh, while you're <laughs> raging ass. from a video game? If so, how did you save yourself from the embarrassing experience? Uh, fun fact, you just don't. Last week, I dropped a lot of F-bombs when fighting the last boss in Lost Judgment because they had dreadful QTEs and my wife walked in assuming I was in an argument with a friend over a (laughs) multiplayer game. Sigh. (laughs) When don't I have... (laughs) People think I'm calm (laughs) when playing multiplayer games. I'm really not. In Halo, the rage has started. It's already there. I get Mm -hmm. angry. I can see that I'm ruining my friend's times and I'm putting pressure on them. But at the same exact time, my friends need to learn how to get good at the game. You sound like the me. person I hate. <laughs> they need to really step up the game because I can't. Ju- I can't always be the one carrying you. You know. You are th- this character portrayal you're doing. Uh-huh. I don't even know if this is char- exactly. Real. This is the type of gamer I hate <laughs> yep, yep, with yep. a passion. Yep. I'd be like these I guys suck. I hate it. Kyle, Kyle. <laughs> Elephant in the room. <laughs> Kyle, I went, I went 30 and, 30 and 8 with you guys uh, in the, during the stream, and we yeah. won by 10 points. All right? I'm just saying, pick up. What do you want? We were alive for 16 hours I at don't that care. point. I want you at your A game. I want you at your pinnacle. <laughs> Sure. I'm not here to I'm not here to lose. I'm here to win uh, or to get really close and, and have it have them be cheating because I say uh, they are. Back to Nagachaka's question. Sure. Uh I no one has, has walked in on me rage. I don't rage that often. Yeah. Uh but when I do, I just gotta walk away and say a joke to make them laugh and then and that's it. It's usually the girls. They're like, Kai Kai, it's just a game. Yeah, well it's it's bugging me, and I just walk away, and I go upstairs, and I just leave it be for a little bit, and then I come down, and they're playing Astros. They just completely quit out of the game, so I'm good. Uh, yeah, no, I've had people uh, like when I walk out of the room, I'm really painting an awful portrayal of myself, but going, yeah, you Joe, are. what happened in there? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's me. No, I, I, I usually try to make a joke in the moment to cool myself off. It's similar like when I'm driving. Like I'll make a joke in the moment and then I'll be proud that I made such a witty joke in such short time and then I cool off that way. That's usually how it is. But there are some times 
like I'm like a I'm aggressive at points. Yeah. When it comes, how to- many controllers have you broken out of rage in your lifetime? Have you thrown some controllers before? I've damaged a controller because I hit Crisis Two cover uh, and really, really, and I mean really it up <laughs> so much so that I went back to GameStop and when I worked there, I'm like, "Hey, can I just?" I know this is a weird request, but um, I need a, I need a new cover for this game, <laughs> and uh, I got it. But yeah, that's that's um, that's me. I really like. And here's the thing. I need to. I need to, to sure. end the bit. To end the bit, I'll say this: If you play with me, like, like, oh, it's just Ray. Well, no, I'm not evil. I'm not a vile man. I'm playing at Apex. I'm gonna do really well, right? And if we lose, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be great about it. There's something about the like the Slayer, like the the arena shooter, that something changes. You know, that turns good bits cruel. (laughs) All right. Kyle, that's been it. That's been the trophy room this week. Yeah. It's been a great week. It's been a great show. And please, everybody, again, before we head on out of here, make sure you check out the trophy room awards 2021. And let me tell you, if you're anybody but Guardians of the Galaxy and you're big fans of them, you should vote for those games. Just letting you know. Yeah. Oh, boy. Hundreds. Hundreds of votes. Returnal, we got it in there. Now you guys have to deliver, Returnal fans. (laughs) All right. That goes for you, too, Deathloop, and the other games that are in there. All right? Description. Let's make it fierce. I want to see that competition. But, Kyle, what is is something you'd like to spotlight before we get on out of here? Uh, as always, myself, Mr. K Step Everywhere. I want to thank everyone for stopping by, or if you did stop by, um, at the at the Six One Indie Extra Life stream this past weekend. You might have caught me snoring on the couch at a certain point because I just could not take it after hour twenty or nineteen or whatever it was. Um, but other than that, we raised close to two thousand dollars, which is awesome. Um, and yeah, you can check out all the indie coverage over at 61indie.com, S-I-X-O-N-E-I-N-D-I-E, 61indie everywhere. And uh, I'll end with uh, saying just how thankful I am for you, Joe, for being my co-host, my partner in crime, uh, the man that got me my start here in podcasting. I love you very much, and I'm super thankful for everyone in our community that makes us feel so loved and makes each other feel so loved. Uh, it truly is one of the most special places on the internet, and I'm super, super grateful for all of you. Yeah. Uh, and I think you're all right. Yeah, I think I know. there's areas you can improve. Listen, I'll get this- good at Halo, man. <laughs> I'll do it. No, of course, I'm thankful for you to be for being my my moral compass every step of the way. I'm thankful for this community that just never ceases to amaze me of how welcoming, wonderful everybody truly is. It's awesome. It is so awesome to see how lively the Discord is, to see everybody getting along, everybody helping each other get PS5s. It You love to see it. You really do. What I'm not thankful for, though, is um, my Battlefield code. PlayStation <laughs> won't register it. So I'm not, I'm not thankful for my PlayStation 5 not <laughs> registering my Battlefield code. I like that changed. Man, Rockstar won't send you another aluminum can. Your battlefield code's not working. Exactly. Things are tough in the Moran household. Oh, it's real rough. <laughs> but with that, 
Everybody, thank you all so much for tuning in. You can find me over at Mr. Badbit on Twitter. We crossed 2,000. Yay. Now let's get PS Trophy Room on Twitter to cross over 2,000 followers there. Oh, my God. We're just, we're cooking with gas. So go on over, PS Trophy Room, follow us. It's great. We're going to be tweeting a whole lot of positive stuff. That's what we're all about. The internet is dark and full of terror, so why not brighten it up with a little gaming news? A little jolly goodness and whimsy. It's great. There's a lot of doors slamming behind me. So that's... <laughs> oh, boy. That oh being said, boy. you can find the show wherever you find your podcast service of choice, whether that is Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or the video version over on YouTube. And with all that said, with all that out of the way, everybody, keep your what's about you, keep hunting, and keep playing PlayStation. See you guys. <laughs>